If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Irregular Bitches, the podcast for us ladies who were forged in the fires of the 90s and noughties when girl power abounded and the female youth were everything and more compared with their male counterparts. And guess what? We still are. Age has Mm. not withered us. It's merely made us more fabulous. I'm Sarah Kaywood, former host of the Girl Power Show of the 90s, The Girly Show, and my co-host is lovely Lulu Mitchell, who I discovered in my best mate's kitchen where we decided to plot podcast world domination. Oh, and we still are, aren't we? We've been doing a lot of that this week, haven't we? We're really excited to have a fantastic partnership with Yoppie on this season of Irregular Bitches. Irregular. Bitches. Okay, Sarah. I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact that I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. No, thank you. We're very excited about being able to partner up with Yopi, a period care company who don't expect us to compromise on our values. So that means all their tampons, pads, liners and PMS supplements are made with high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials. So this makes them, wait for it, we've got a list, plastic free, cruelty free and vegan. Go Yoppy! <laughs> All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yoppy will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because let's face it, Lou, one size does not fit all. It certainly doesn't. And you know what? You can earn rewards if you refer your friends. Thank you, Yoppy. They are just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so please head over to yoppy.com slash irregular bitches. That's Y-O-P-P-I-E dot com slash irregular bitches to get 50% off your first two orders when you sign up for a subscription to any product. And shipping is free. Bargain. Irregular. Bitches. Fabulous. That was just a little bit about Yoppy, our amazing partners for this season of the podcast. Before we forget, you guys can help us keep irregular bitches out there because we can't afford to do it on our own. We're not that no, rich. No. Uh, so we need you to leave a five-star review if you think it's worth five stars. We need you to like, review, share and spread the word. Writing us reviews gets us up the Apple podcast chart. Is that what it does? more people get to see us. So yes. Yeah. So we got loads of reviews when we asked on our Instagram back in December, mm-hmm. but we haven't asked since for some strange reason. So we're asking now, guys, if yeah. you could please write us an Apple review that will really help us get us right up the charts because yeah. we're trying aren't we we're trying we're trying to promote our show I as much think, as we can yeah i mean i do lou knows and if you watch any of my igtvs you'll know as well that i i i, 
I did an email for a load of telly people like This Morning, Lorraine, BBC Breakfast, all those types of people. And I personalised each one at the top. And then I forgot that further down in the email, I'd personalised them again. So it went out to Debbie, but at the bottom, it might have said, thanks, Jonathan, for your time. And I was mortified. I was like, I'd spent all this time doing it. And I just think that's a bit of a cardinal sin, although completely understandable. I got a bit vexed. We got our first um, our first rejection, Lou. Obviously, you saw the email from, I will we say, did. it was from The One Show. <laughs> the lovely producer at The One Show said, probably not for us. There are a billion one podcasts out there. But they're not like us. Exactly, Louise. That's what Sorry I wanted to, to say jump back in, to But her. they're not like us. They're At not. all. We are completely unique. The other thing she said was that the title might be a problem. And that made me laugh because we ain't fucking changing it. No, we are not. <laughs> so we don't want to be on the one show then if they don't like no. our name. <laughs> well, well, let's be honest. Although having said that, Chris Ramsey presents the one show and he's got a podcast called Shad Married Annoyed. So go figure. Yeah. So is bitches more offensive than apparently Shad? Apparently so. Know. My husband who works in telly. In America, I think it is. Well, yeah. And also apparently Shagged is... You can say shagged pre-watershed. You can't say bitches pre-watershed. Oh, well, there we go. So that's what he told me. So actually, the one, you know, I love the one show. I don't even know. If I'd had my wits about me, I probably wouldn't have, I would have thought about it. Our our lovely friend Dan gave us all the contacts because he's one of those teletype Mm. promotion people. And actually, it's, it's really not right for us. I don't know why I bothered. But there's no late, Lou, there's no late night telly left. We no, need to be guests on the girly show. We do. We need the girly show back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That'd be just, amazing. It did the word. Me, oh, amazing. Well, it did make me think that um, I don't think Coxie would come anywhere near it. But it did make me think that, you know, we should do Irregular Bitches the show and it should be on at 11 o'clock at night and we should just get loads of Irregular Bitches. We'll do the podcast in Vision. If you think of some of the amazing guests that we've had on already and it. the gold that they've given to us and we've also laughed in every single episode. So it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, it, midlife isn't all doom and gloom. No. There's shitty bits, but then there's great bits. So I think we get a good balance. Well, the only the only problem with with us being a TV the podcast works because you can listen to it any time. But can you imagine if we if we if they gave us a break and we were like on it, I don't know Channel Four at ten o'clock at night? Everybody who listens to this would be in bed. <laughs> That's true, and we'd have to record it at three o'clock in the afternoon. Frankly, because by ten, I'm done. <laughs> Be <My> bras off. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today is a beauty guru of the highest order. She's fronted some of the most memorable beauty campaigns of the last two decades and continues to be the go-to for aesthetic advice for 40 and 50-something women and beyond. We've got her on today to plunder her wealth of knowledge and emerge looking fresh-faced and 10 years younger. Please welcome Nadine Baggett. Yay! How are you, Hi. love? I'm very well. Good to see you both. Yeah, you look fabulous. Thank you. Can I just say, do you remember the days when we could all get together in a room and just record a podcast? It was so much easier for you guys. The last season, we actually, because um, Factory Originals, who produced this, that you've probably even been in there. They're like a post-production, you know the place. Yeah, you just go in, it's perfect. They've got a podcast lounge. You chat, you have a hug, you have a cup of coffee. You get get a coffee from Starbucks with all the bits in it. I think it's hard creating video content on your own because I much rather create with other people. But for you guys with a podcast. But you've done loads, like all your YouTube stuff is amazing and you I can't believe you got the guy from glow up on I've I saw one of those shows and I was like I think I was scrolling past it and I was like 
well, this is a bit of me. And uh, and then my husband tends to like, well, we, d- we go to bed at 8.30. We've got our kids are quite young. So I never got to see it again, but it looks amazing. He is, it is fabulous. He's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. I just need to hook you up with the Mac PR. They'll love you. You're such a Mac girl. I used to have every single bit. Like I was a complete devotee and Mac used to give me, I had the discount card and everything. Oh my God, I love that. You makeup. couldn't be so a woman of the 80s or 90s and be not be obsessed with Mac. I, I mean, know, you really couldn't. But yeah, so I got him via Mac because technically he's still employed full-time by Mac. That's fab. He's such a great you, guy. But you do stuff, you do um, content for Mac as well, don't you? Yeah. Which is awesome because um, they're exactly the kind of brand that I would think sort of get bored of us once we're past a certain age, but I don't, they haven't. They've really embraced that. Well, so. we can talk about this if you want to talk about it. I mean, I genuinely think that I was going to mention yeah. ageism, actually. Yeah, because I do. One of the questions. Honestly, the majority of people are, I think young people are by their nature ageist because they think they're never going to get old. But the beauty industry is increasingly run by very young people. And every so often they need somebody like you, Sarah, or me just to come along and go, I'm still here. I'm still buying your products. Don't ignore well, me. Ch- and also, we haven't changed. No. This is what I was, like, this is what I was saying, um, you know, in, in our intro is that, you know, we are, we were young in the 80s, 90s and noughties when it wasn't the fucking 50s, Nadine. So we, we were a bit naughty and we were rebels then. And we haven't stopped being rebels just because we're older. We're still, we're still fabulous. We still, I don't know, we're still young. I still feel like I did when I was 27. And I just, I don't, and I don't want to be preached to. I just, I want to be, you know. Or dismissed. You don't want to be dismissed or yeah. ignored. That's what it is. And I think it's really interesting because I've been in the industry for 30 years and I've gone from probably being ageist like most people did when they were in their 20s now. And I just think I walk through a beauty hall and I'm not reflected back. Yeah. But when I argue to beauty brands, because I do a lot of consultancy for beauty brands, when I argue to beauty brands that they shouldn't be ageist, I don't do it from a moral high ground. Though. I don't say, oh, boo-hoo, don't feel about- sorry for me. I go, who do you think's got all the money? Who do you think's loyal to your brand? It doesn't make any business sense not to come for my money. Middle-aged women, middle-aged, you know, mid-age, mid-age women are uh, are the ones with all the money. Yes, absolutely. But who do you think spending all this money? It's not the 20-somethings. And bless them, the 20-somethings don't have jobs anymore. And also they're not brand loyal. (laughs) They'll skirt around, they'll pick and choose. Absolutely. And they tend to consume quite cheap stuff and then throw it away really regularly. And I think it was, I think it was something like 2013 was the first year that the over 50s outsold the under 50s. Really? But they spend all their money on second homes, cars, furniture, <laughs> interiors, because those industries don't speak down to them. But if the beauty industry just embraced us, we'd be up there, you know, spending like the rest of them. It's crazy. It's madness. Yeah, what I find so frustrating is, you know, all those adverts that you see on Facebook, you know, for like, oh, that. I think there's one, I won't name it, but it's one that's like apparently um, can match your skin tone perfectly. And they have these beauty, and they do have some older women as well. Um, but um, by and large, the people that are trying those out are beauty bloggers and they've got perfect skin. So you mm. could shove any old crap on their faces and they'd look amazing. And it annoys me. And that's exactly why I started my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of my bugbears is um, why is why is so much stuff anti aging? <laughs> why is that a negative thing? Why is aging a negative thing? It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. But I think all three of us will probably come at this. I, I, this is a question for Nadine, actually. But you see, that speaks to me a little bit because although I don't mind lines in the right places, I do have filler, I do have Botox, I do buy anti aging creams, and it's not that I want to look young; it's that I want to look good. Exactly. 
So you embrace the fact you're aging. You just want to look as good as you want to look. That's a totally different thing. The problem is, is that the beauty industry hasn't come up with a politically correct alternative to the term anti-aging. And they keep coming up with all these weird pro-aging. And it's just strange. And I actually think that they just need to take aging out of skincare and talk about skin health or, you know, I mean, but I'm like you. I'm all for a little bit of Botox and filler. I've been doing it for 10 years now. so Actually, 15 years I'm getting my... Well, I... And I was one of the first ever people to have their eyebrows tattooed. I mean, I've literally been getting semi-permanent tattoo on my eyebrows for... I mean, but then I'm going to get them done next week, actually. I'm very excited. Uh, but li- I used to go to um, Paul Edmonds in Knightsbridge, who had a lady out the back that used to do it, Leslie. And that was, I'm not joking, it was probably about 25 years ago. Lady out the back. Lady out the back, Leslie. Oh, it's <laughs> You can't beat a lady out the back. Don't <laughs> knock it, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with a lady out the back. Um, Nadine, talk to us about beauty without the BS, because I absolutely love that title. Me too. It's so, you know, it's so funny. I actually pitched an idea to a publisher for a book called Beauty Without the BS, yes. they went, oh, you can't sell that. No, you can't sell that in Sainsbury's, you know. They won't pick it up. I was actually going to put the full bullshit t- title in. I, think, I would buy that. Yeah. I would <laughs> exactly. buy that too. I think most women of a certain age would. I would even, I think even what, if it had a parental advisory explicit lyrics sticker over the top. Definitely you know buy I mean? it. Then I'm in. <laughs> Sorry, Nadine. No, it's fine. I think that... For me, Beauty Without the BS was simply about being in the industry for 30 years, seeing fashions come and go in skincare, writing about skincare and makeup and hair care when I was in my 20s. And let's be honest here, I could have gone out in a bin bag and I'd have looked great. And then suddenly Mm. realising as I got older, actually, I've walked that walk, I've talked that talk, I know what works and what doesn't work. Don't try and pull the wool over my eyes. Don't try and sell me a marketing dream. Don't try Mm. and wrap it in glass and cellophane and sell it for 300 quid. Because actually, having spoken to the dermatologists, the hairdressers, the makeup artists, the cosmetic surgeons, I've nailed it down to what actually works. And I'm going to share that knowledge because why should you not know about it? That's why we got you And that's the whole point. And that's the whole point of, of my YouTube, my Instagram. And I didn't start my YouTube till I was in my 50s. I didn't start my Instagram till I was in my 50s. Prior to that, I'd been on this morning, obviously, Mm. as their beauty presenter for like 15 or 16 years and worked in magazines. And I just thought, if I know this now, everybody else deserves to know this because there's nothing more disappointing than spending lots of money on a beauty product and just thinking, that's crap, it doesn't work. You lied to me. Yeah, I remember um, when I was on the telly a lot and probably making more money than uh, than I really should have been for doing very little. I went and bought out that stuff. I won't name it, but but everyone will know it. It's the stuff that comes from the sea. Yes. And I was expecting, I mean, I was in my 30s, so I still looked great then, you know, but I I honestly, I I used this whole pot, this tiny little pot, and I wanted to look basically like, I don't know, Holly Willoughby afterwards. And I didn't. And I was like, I don't have to feel very cheated here. Do you know, that's that's one of the most common creams that has a takedown by formulating chemists where they analyse the active ingredients and then they analyse them against certain things. And the most common brands that that is compared to in terms of the ingredients list, what's known as the inky list in the industry, is Nivea and Cetaphil. Really? Amazing. I love Nivea. So yeah. you're saying Nivea is a good thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all for what I call my, my favourite go-to brands are what I call the French pharmacy brands. So you go through Boots or Superdrug. You go through all the fashion brands and all the high-end Instagram brands, and then you get to that sort of slightly clinical brand range. So you've got La Roche-Posay and Vichy and Aven, Bioderma, CeraVe, Mm. all those brands. Mm. They're they're your go-to for good, classic, healthy skin. And I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, they're probably mid-priced, aren't they? They're sort of like, so they're not, it's not seven quid a pot. 
like you know simple but it's um or, or ole actually i think simple's even further down the list but they're probably a, what about 2025 which i i could find that for a good product i yeah. would find yeah. that money but for 100 quid that's a tall order for me that's a bit too much do you know what i mean i think it's much. yeah i think probably you're looking for a really good product you should be looking probably between 20 and 40 pounds for everyday skincare but i do think that you could splash a little bit more on say a retinol or a vitamin c and we can go on to talk about if you want to talk about specific ingredients well, please proven yes. <laughs> to work in science not magicked up by a group of marketing people thinking how can we make as much money as possible that's the same right. yes, okay so talk to us about retinol then because yes, i'm please. actually i had some retinol from um a beauty subscription that i had and that ran out and i haven't used any since and i uh, i'm in the market just found out i got paid for me challenge scripts this morning so give me this give me the skinny i'm buying it this afternoon <laughs> Okay, so the secret to really good skincare normally follows a really simple regime, which is that in the morning, you need a really nice rinse-off gel non-foaming cleanser. Don't spend more than £15 on them. Let's be honest, it's not in contact with your skin for very long. Then you put on something that hydrates it. I like a really lightweight serum, something with hyaluronic acid in, which is a sugar that bonds water into the skin. Then you put on vitamin C. Then you put on an SPF and you're good to go. And the SPF can be your moisturiser. It's up to you how you apply it. In the evening, you cleanse with a rinse-off cream cleanser because you want to get rid of your makeup and your SPF. Again, don't spend a lot of money. Then you put on a different vitamin, and that's when you put on your vitamin A, which is retinol. If you think about vitamin C, vitamin A, they are things that your body naturally uses. You're not putting in some weird seaweed, some obscure plant bark, something taken from the Himalayas, picked at nine o'clock at night <laughs> as the sun sets by virgins. <laughs> Chosen by a higher power with a vibrational energy. With a price tag to match. Exactly. These are active ingredients. These are biological nutrients that your skin needs that you tend to get less of as you get older. You're putting them back. You're protecting your skin. Vitamin A is the absolute gold standard. You can put a moisturizer on the top and then you go to sleep. And it is that simple. There are probably about 10 key active ingredients that your skin needs and the rest is all bullshit. Fantastic. And are you are you in a position to be able to like name name names for us? Like where do we go? Where would you go for a good vitamin C serum? Where would you go for a good retinol serum? Yeah, completely. I think there are really good brands that you should know and trust. And actually, some of them are readily available on the high street. I mean, you probably don't remember, but about four or five years ago, a company called The Ordinary came along and The Ordinary basically just had individual active ingredients. And they, that was the first time that the average consumer was speaking about things like hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, mm. retinol, vitamin A, all that sort of stuff. But actually, as I said before, I think the go-to place for good standard healthy skin is probably that sort of French pharmacy skincare aisle. So brands right. I absolutely love and trust, La Roche-Posay, Vichy, CeraVe, Avain, Bioderma, all those brands are really great. But you'll find really good products from Boots' own brand, from Superdrug own brand, because those brands are coming for that middle market. They're watching who's buying their stuff and they're thinking, right, we can do a really nice hot cloth rinse off cleanser or we can do a really do nice like gel cleanser. Seven, I, I do. say, and that is like, that's something that's like, I know we all probably go, well, that's what my mum used to use. 
Mm. But there's a reason that your mum used to use it. And my mum is 75 and she looks fan-fucking-tastic. And she's never had any work done or anything. And I swear it's just because she's looked after her skin with, with decent brands. I mean, I think rather than say I like a whole brand, I like specific products within brands. And I mm. one of the other brands mm. I absolutely love and I grew up with is Clinique. And I think Clinique make really great gel moisturisers. They make a really great vitamin C and a really lovely retinol. Number seven, make really good hyaluronic serums plus a really amazing retinol, Soda Ole. They're the brands we all grew up with. Yeah. Now, if you'd have said to me 10 years ago, was I interested in those brands, I'd have probably said no. But they've sat and looked what's happened in the market and they're reacting to it. And they're creating vitamin C serums and retinol serums and hyaluronic acid serums and great SPFs. And so are companies like L'Oreal Paris and Garnier. Ironically, in a world of so much marketing and hype, Skin has never been as good as it is at this moment in time. It is at its peak. It's doing amazingly. And that's because the formulating chemists out there are working really hard to get your money, but not in a way to sell and lie to you, but to get you to keep buying their products. Mm. And I always say that the only reason I have the skin I have, bearing in mind that, you know, I was a teenager in the 70s and 80s. So I blasted my skin. We all did those things that we we, we did not know were bad for us. We all went to the South of France. a bloody good time though, didn't you, oh, we so did. We all went to the south no of France photos. on a coach. We packed a white bikini and an ombre solaire two oil and we blasted ourselves. The only reason my skin looks the way it looks is because you choose the right skincare, it does work. It's not going to perform miracles, but it is going to get your skin to an optimum sense of health. And that's where we were talking earlier about the whole thing about anti-aging. The beauty industry just needs to find an alternative to anti-aging. Mm. It really does. And I think pertinent also at this point to uh, to point out that you're completely, un this is what I love about having you on, is you're complete, you've tried them all, you've kind of been our, yeah. you know, you, you've been out there and tried them all and you're giving us an unbiased opinion of what you think works and what doesn't, as opposed to sort of having to tow a party line, which is wonderful. Nadine's done the market research and yeah. we're now benefiting. Thank been you been there, seen it, done it, got the t-shirt, yeah. know what, knows what works, know what doesn't work, yeah. So if you were going to go spendy to treat yourself, what area would you go spendy in? The two things that I definitely think are worth spending money on are vitamin C and vitamin A. So not okay. the cleansers, not the moisturizers, not the basic okay. hydration serums, all mm. that sort of stuff. And I have to say, going up in price, I love a little bit of Paula's Choice. She's an American, that's an American range that's available over here. I love a bit of SkinCeuticals and I love a bit of Medicaid. I do love those ranges. I think they make really good retinols and really good vitamin Cs. So if you know, you're know you saving up and you want a really good retinol or a vitamin C, they're the places to go. They really are. It's amazing. Um, now, obviously, the inside out. So you can only look good on the outside if you're basically cheating yourself with a bit of respect on the inside. And I, we, I need to ask you about supplements because I rattle, Nadine. I literally am taking omega. And this is all for... For menopausal symptoms, but also because I want to, you know, you get to an age that you think you're invincible in your 20s and 30s. You do all sorts of really naughty things that probably would end your life if you did them for too long or for too much. And then you get to your 40s and 50s and go, oh, no, I quite like living. So I'm going to stop doing anything that might, you know, like jeopardise that. And now I'm going to try and prolong my life with loads of vitamins and supplements and smoothies. And it all gets a bit boring. But what can we take, if anything, orally that will make us look like, is there a, a specific supplement that you can also take alongside all the others? Generally, I would say that 
specific beauty supplements don't work. And the reason that specific beauty supplements don't work is that when your body utilizes whatever you put in, whether you're taking an omega, and I take omegas like you, I take, yeah. a vit- and I take an iron like you, I take a vitamin C, I take a vitamin B. But when my body gets hold of it, it doesn't think, oh, I need to send that to Nadine's skin and hair. It thinks <laughs> she skipped breakfast. She had popcorn last night for dinner. She didn't eat five fruit veg, veg yesterday. I know what we'll do. We'll send them to where they're needed. And where they're needed is your heart, like your lungs, your bones, your kidneys, your liver. Right. Your skin and your hair are the very last thing that a supplement goes to because there is no such thing as a supplement that can target your hair and skin. Yeah. So just be wary when you're being sold beauty supplements. Mm. Right. I, I mean, I, don't, I find them extremely expensive, actually. That's the thing I've got with beauty supplements is why are they so much more expensive? Why is a collagen powder aimed at anti-wrinkles more expensive than a collagen powder that a guy would take for bodybuilding? Why is a vitamin C or a zinc aimed at... Marketing. Yeah, it's all marketing hype. We'll pay it. Yeah, yeah. because they've Absolutely. got us you know, round the throat and they're saying it's bad to get old, it's bad to have lines, it's bad to have wrinkles, yeah. it's bad to have thinning hair. We, you need to buy this. And that's wrong. That's morally wrong. Irregular. Bitches. And now it's time for some words to live by with the irregular bitches poet, Donna Ashworth. That woman is you. I wonder, I wonder if you've been going about your life looking at other women and thinking they're doing so much better than you. And I also wonder if you've been going about your life completely oblivious to the fact that to someone else, that woman is you. Listen again, my friend. To someone else, that woman is you. Uh, Sorry, I'm just gathering myself. Oh, sorry, Lou. Why are you saying sorry? You don't need to say sorry. In fact, I think we should just share exactly what's going on, Sarah. So we've just listened to That Woman (laughs) Is You by the lovely Donna. And what's just happened? It made me cry. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm just grabbing my tissues. I'm so But Donna's poems always make me cry, but in a really nice way. Like, you know, they probably make loads of us cry, actually. But God, hormonal menopausal women who are trying to get up at 5.30 and go for a run every day are definitely more more likely to sob at Donna's poems than anyone else. I love it. It's so true, though, Louise, isn't it? Because you look at everybody else and you think they're doing so well and they've yes. got everything, they, they've got it all nailed. And But that woman's looking back at you and thinking the same thing. Once again, exactly. she climbs inside our heads and writes the words that we are thinking. Yeah, she's, she's brilliant. And I love the fact that we all sit there and go, yep, yep. She's done it again. Spot on. Thank you, Donna. Irregular. Bitches.
Nadine, I wanted to ask you how, how, because we don't really know, but I know that it's to do with collagen. Why all of a sudden am I getting like jowls oh, yeah. under my, you know, well, I've only noticed this in the first few weeks. What What's happening to me? I tell you, it's really interesting because when you see slides of how men age as opposed to women, it is fundamentally different because men tend to have a, a very slow sort of slide. So you would, depending on which way you would see the slide, a very slow slide into aging. So they tend not to go through hormonal shifts. Their body slowly decreases in its hormones and men age very slowly, like going down a really slow escalator. We're on a roller coaster. So for example, you go through, we, men and women, but obviously go through puberty, which is where everything changes. And then they come off that hormonal roller coaster and they're just sort of fairly slow and steady wins the race. Women have pregnancies, they have periods, And then the big one is when you go through perimenopause and menopause. And then what happens is when your body dramatically reduces its production of estrogen, estrogen is is absolutely key to the production of collagen. And the scary factor is that you lose 30% of your body's collagen in the first five years after menopause. And menopause is obviously the day of your very last period, which for most women is 50 some women, it can start sort of 47. Perimenopause normally starts around sort of 45. Menopause is on average at 50. I had my last period on my 50th birthday. And then, oh, wow. and then you perfect. literally, I, <laughs> it's, I was away with all my girlfriends on holiday. And I swear, I, my periods have been erratic. And I swear, I was, all my girlfriends are younger than me. And I swear I had, I was in a, an estrogen bath with them. And it was like, come on, one last period, you could do this. And then you really start to notice it. And that's the point at which to step up your skincare and start using vitamin C and retinols and stuff like that. And, and, and obviously avoid the sun and all those sorts of things. But estrogen is a really important hormone for hair growth and skin growth and, and bone growth. It, it just really is. So, I mean, personally, I take HRT. I mean, you know, I'm sure that's responsible for this. You know, I've, I've been taking HRT now for 10 years. Now, the, the form of HRT I have, I actually have a, a hormone specialist and I go and have my bloods done every year and they check everything and they tweak everything. So sort of just recently, I've had a bit more progesterone put in because my estrogen levels went up and you just need somebody just to keep an eye on you. And you just have to, I think most women are quite intuitive about their bodies and you think about how your body feels. And I'm ironically at my age, at the peak of my career, I would not have the career I have without HRT. I would mm. be fuzzy brained and I would be lacking in energy and lacking in mm. sex drive and all those things that HRD can do for you. But I also think that they do protect your skin. It does protect your skin. Yeah. So that's, I mean, to have the, um, to be in the position where you can go to a specialist like that, I'm assuming that they're private, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. That's it. We've got to check. That's what's got to change. That's my point. A large percentage of women are not in the position of being able to do that and need to be able to access this resource some other On way. The NHS. I have yeah. to say, the good news is that in the 10 years that I started taking HRT, the world has fundamentally changed. So 10 years ago, when I first did, I was a health journalist and a beauty journalist. So I discovered this hormone doctor because I interviewed her. And um, at the time, traditional HRT tended to be not plant-based. It tended to be animal-based. And so there was a lot of sort of, oh, I don't really like the idea of taking something that's derived from, you know, horse's urine and stuff like that. So I take a form of HRT that's bioidentical that's derived from yams and soy. Now all HRT is derived that way. Mm, So in the last 10 years, we have had a revolution. I went the private route because I was fast-tracked as a journalist. I was very privileged. 
my sister, who's two years older than me, started to go through her menopause naturally and then obviously saw the benefits of me taking HRT. She went to her GP. She had a female GP. She was very lucky. And it was a female GP of a certain age who was really empathetic and got it. Mm-hmm. And she said, right, what do you want to do? She said, my sister's on HRT, but she, I can't afford to go privately. What can I do? She said, I'll refer you to the menopause clinic. She's at the, she's at the menopause clinic at the Chelsea in Westminster. She lives in West London in St. Margaret's. She gets virtually exactly the same prescription as me, and it's all on the NHS. So is that is that geography... Because that's amazing. So do, if people go to their doctor, will there be, like, I'm in South End, will there be a menopause clinic in South there End? There should be, yeah. So there should At be. your local big hospital, there should now be dedicated menopause clinics. Because the shocking that's thing amazing is, to know. the average GP, their section within their training for the menopause is something like an afternoon. Yeah, right. They don't really understand it. You know, it's very interesting because so many people, our generation now, so... So I've spoken about it. You've spoken about it. Davina's speaking about it. The more mm-hmm. the women of our generation who, let's be honest here, you know, we are the rebellious women of the 80s and 90s. We were never going to disappear onto the horizon and start knitting. We are a gobby group of women. The more we own our menopause journey, the more we share information and advice, the more we campaign, the more things will change. But things have dramatically improved in the last 10 years. And I think 10 years from now, for the next generation who are listening to this who are in their late 30s, it will be an even better transition for them. So that's what we need to do. Ask our doctor to be referred to the local menopause yeah. clinic. To your local menopause clinic. Mm, Everybody has one. Yes. It's normally your local teaching hospital. So you might have right. to travel two or three miles, depending on where you live. But there are menopause clinics within most major hospitals now, within mm-hmm. most major cities. And they tend to be aligned to the obstetric gynae ward, obviously. Mm, right. Nadine, I want to talk to you about makeup because mm. yours is always on point. But, and I'm finding, I used to love doing a massive full face of makeup, like literally like the whole, for, I do my eyes. I, I've been lucky enough to have wonderful women like you do my makeup over the years. And so I do the big eyes and the smoky eyes. I can't wear that much makeup anymore. I look mm. a bit like a drag queen. So what can, can please tell me how well, I can... Well, it all gets trapped, doesn't it? We've got bit, we've got wrinkles and stuff. I haven't it's getting worn trapped liquid. In. I bought liquid eyeliner the other day in Savers. And I, I have, I, in fact, I forgot. It's in the bottom of my handbag. Um, but I'm going to get it out and give it another go. But I haven't worn it for ages because I ju- it just stopped Doesn't working. Stay. Doesn't sit there. It just stopped working. I mean, what can I do? Like, I want to look really glamorous, but I don't, the makeup I've gotten today, which is just uh, like a bit of mascara, a bit of cover up, a bit of lip gloss and the eyebrows done. That's my day to day stuff. But what can I do to step it up without looking like I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race? I mean, I just don't think we can. I mean, you could choose to wear the same makeup you wore when you were younger. But I think the key is to look for things that are... So when you're looking for a base or a concealer, you need something that's that skincare makeup hybrid. So you need to look for, ironically, some of the same ingredients that are available in your skincare. So you're looking for sort of those serum foundations that have got loads of hyaluronic acid in. You can't wear thick, matte, heavy coverage, long-lasting foundations because they tend to just sit in lines and they just wrinkles. Settle, and don't they? They it just, just settles. The bags under my eyes, they just settle. I just showcase my wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I also think, and I think it's very interesting for you and I, Sarah, like the makeup you wore when you were younger that you specifically used to wear on TV, it would look great on TV. Then you'd sometimes come off and think, what, has, what have those makeup artists done to me? Because they knew about the reflection of light Because when you're on set, you're obviously surrounded by bright lights. As you get older, your skin tends to reflect less light as well. 
So you should also look for lighter formulations that tend to reflect light. One of my favorite skincare makeup hybrid ranges is from a company called Aborium. Aborium is a Korean brand and all of their BB and CC creams, and BB and CC creams tend to work better when you're our age, have got light reflecting particles, but they've also got loads of skincare in them. So it's almost like an extra layer of serum or moisturizer that happens to have a tint. Have you got one on? That's what I've got. Have you got that brand on? Which one have you got on? The CC or the BB? You've got that brand on your face now. I do. Me too. You two <laughs> both look amazing. I'm writing it down. It's so. It's which amazing. colour are you? Are you Claire? Uh, I have to change. No. So during the winter, I'm. Um, is it Biore? Biore? Something like that. Nude. Nude and Biore. Something like that. What's it called? I'm writing it down. What's it? So called? it's called Aborium. It's in a silver Abor- how tube. How it sounds. Aborium. Yeah. And it's CC or BB. I'm BB. Dore. Dore. Something like that. Dore is the colour. Right. And I'm Dore because I'm darker, obviously, than you, Whereas Lou. I'm, I'm Claire. Claire, which is light or nude. In the winter and Dore in the, in the summer. And do I get both BB and CC cream or do you? I think the, the CC is great for the, the weekends and it's completely clear. It looks like skincare. And then when you rub it onto your skin, the pigment bubbles burst. So it's very like the Trini product. So it's like a skincare. So it's like a lightweight moisturizer that goes on clear and then it, the pigment bursts. I love that. And the, the BB is actually like a lightweight tinted moisturizer. And that's the secret is you're really looking for something that's got more moisturizer, less color. I'm so excited. And then clever use of concealers. So clever use of concealers just where you need it. That's what yeah. it is. And you need something with a, a, t- a tiny bit of glow, but not a full glow. And then the reason that you love your eyebrows and your mascara is because mm. what happens when you get older is your face loses definition. So it doesn't reflect light so much, but it also loses definition. So that's when you really have to remember, put your eyebrows in because your eyebrows will start to lose their definition. Mm-hmm. Eyeliner, little bit of mascara. Some people love a red lip. I'm not a red lip person, but your face just needs defining because it all mm. tends to become a little bit sort of grey and it. pallid. You yeah. lose that. So I've become, what I say, addicted to, I use tight liner. I can't use water liner, like, like liquid liner. I've always been useless to that. So I use a little bit of tight liner, which is basically goes on the water line under the, in the oh, base yeah. of the lashes. Like like, like Loads cold. of mascara. And then I have to put my eyebrows on. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise I just feel like a sort of invisible man ghosty thing. Mm. So that you lose radiance and you lose definition. And they're the things you need to put back you both in. Do, can I just say, I know that you guys are listening, so this is completely lost on you, but I'm looking at these two women on my squad cast and they <laughs> both are dewy. So honestly, it's the most, Aborium is an amazing (laughs) range for a woman of a certain age. I have to say, I've never even heard of it. it. Koreans make amazing skincare. So if you can find Korean or Japanese based foundations, they tend to have a lot of skincare properties. So they're super hydrating, so they don't fit in lines. The problem with both of them is because obviously they've, they've basically been formulated to local markets is they don't come in a broad range of shades. So they're not that inclusive. Yeah. But I'm nagging them the whole time. The more they come over here, the more they go into America, the more they're going to realise they're going to need the more, more they're shades. Gonna have yeah. To, yeah. I just want to let everyone know that you can get Arborium in Space NK. So it is on And online. Street. Go online. And, online. and then there's, there's a, a really good shade finder selection. So you can go in and put your undertones in. And actually they do have black girls online using door but it tends to be more of the cc which is more color corrective than the bb which is the one that you and i are both using Luke. right brilliant um and what i was going to ask was because i know we'll have vegans and vegetarians listening mm. and obviously we all want cruelty free and i'm hoping that everything that we've talked about is cruelty free but are there any fantastic vegan brands of skincare and makeup that you would recommend 
If you want the best selection of vegan and vegetarian products, then you need to go to someone like Holland and Barrett because Holland and Barrett have got a most amazing beauty selection. You do tend to have to find the bigger stores and they have set out a mission that all their skincare they stop will be vegan and vegetarian and cruelty free. That's amazing. I'd never have thought of that. Whereas no. when you go into somewhere like Boots and Superdrug, Superdrug are on a mission as well. Super, also, all of Superdrug's own brands are vegan and cruelty free. Um, with Boots, you'll have to, there'll be a specific section out the back. I just... Wondered about your five-minute quick-fix makeup for over 40s. Wondered what if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us. <laughs> yeah, so, so for example, I would start with skin prep is key. So I always apply my makeup on top of damp skin care skin, if you see what I mean. So I don't... Oh, okay. So I, so I get out of the shower this morning, mm. you know, put a serum on, blow-dry my hair... And then I put my moisturiser on, and this one is Clinique Extra Surge Moisturiser, um, Moisture Surge um, yeah. Intense. Oh, I hear good things about that. It's really lovely, mm. really lovely. I love unfragrant skincare, so I put that on. And then by the time I kind of walked upstairs and I found my makeup and I got it all out, my skin is still mm. yeah. tacky. And I like that because you get extra slip. And then the makeup tends to meld with the, the skincare. Mm. Then in with the Arborium, obviously, the BB cream all over. Yeah. This is, I've got Becca Radiant, the under eye radiant concealer, right. which is amazing. And Becca are about to go bust. I was about globally. to go bust. Go out my... and pick up as much yeah. of that stuff as you my can. My favourite lip and cheek tint by Becca has been long gone. My friend bought it for me for my birthday present. I was, I was like, this is me for the next 20 years and it's and that's the it. problem gone, with gone. becca is they went hard on the highlighters and bronzers because they were obsessed with talking to a younger generation instead of speaking Australian. to our generation so and keeping our they? products uh, i know okay anyway the the light reflective under eye concealer is amazing just in the dark areas mm -hmm. and then go over the top with the arborium uh cc crayon mm -hmm. which is the color correct crayon just around the eyes and then I just go in with really, really basic colours. I am a MAC Bobby Brown girl, I must say, which is a reflection of my age. So a little bit of peach blusher. I like a no-nonsense, low-maintenance lip. And then all about the eyebrows. This is L'Oreal Paris Plump and Set Brow, which is like this little tinted sort of brow mascara, which is amazing. Mm. And then tight line, brown liner, over the top with a little bit of powder. And then a little bit of a sort of brown matte shadow just on that bone there, just to put push back the hoods you yeah, can see what i'm doing now I'm, yeah my look at look how your, your my eyebrow eyes tends to drop as you get yeah, older so you, you need to fake it. that no lou you've got really got you've the, got what i call the madonna eyes. open eye you haven't got Thank that eye much. Thank she's you. looking really good. I can't put shadow on my From eyes the anymore. There's no point. No, you there. lose you your eyelid, it. don't you? When I did yeah. my live, you were saying earlier, I did an Instagram live with Dom Skinner, who's the makeup artist from Glow Up, and he's, oh, he's signed him, to Mac. Him. And I made him, as a guy, I said, right, you can't talk about this. Show me what you do. And he made up his own hooded eye live on Instagram. And it was all kinds of amazing. He showed you which brush to choose, which colour, how to knock it back. It was genius. I love that. Uh, can, you can find that on Nate, uh, on Nadine's uh, YouTube channel, which is you just search. It's Nadine on Instagram. Bagot. On Instagram, oh, that yeah. Is on Instagram, right? Uh, we so were laughing about my name earlier on because it's Bagot, which rhymes with maggot. There you go. Thank you for saying that again. Can I ask about mascara? Yes. Do you so, go big on mascara? I do. I'm massively big on Me mascara. Too. Again, it's back to that thing about defining your face because I do think people's lashes tend to get finer and they lose colour. 
I'm not a snob when it comes to mascara. I think mascara, I think when it comes to makeup and saving money, you can tend to save money on color, but I do think your base is more of something to invest in. So I do think your Mm -hmm. base, you should probably spend a little bit more money on, hence the Arborium. Mm. But after that, I'm very much a Mac Bobby Brown person. But with a mascara, oh, I love a L'Oreal Paris or a Rimmel or a... I, I love Max a cheap Factor. mascara. Yes, Max Factor, Masterpiece Max, oh, 100%. Every time. I, yeah. I, I can, and I've tried all the others. I've done Maybelline Great Lash, obviously, in the 90s when we all did it. And I used to love Longcomb and I've spent 30 quid on mascaras and I mm. go back to 10 quid Max Factor every single time. Absolutely brilliant mascaras. And also, can I just say, you've just reminded me, Max Factor do something called Max Factor Facefinity 3-in-1 Foundation, mm. and it's their first ever serum foundation. So it's a concealer, oh. if you mm. put it on twice, a foundation and a serum, and it is all kinds of amazing, and it comes in enough shades. So that's the closest thing you'll get to that sort of Arborium BB tinted moisturiser on the high street. It's brilliant. I feel so informed. I'm going to, this is going to be really hard. This is our last question, but Nadine, what if you if you could give us one tip for looking fabulous? Uh, in mid-age, what would it be? I think you've just got to stop. Th- I mean, beyond the boring C in the, vitamin C in the morning, mm-hmm. vitamin mm-hmm. A at night and an SPF, you've got to stop obsessing about the tiny flaws that you see in the mirror. And this is a lesson I have to remind myself of because getting older is not for wimps. It's tough to get older and to see your, your, your hair go grey and the lines appear and the bags appear and all that sort of stuff. People are too busy obsessing about their own flaws to look at yours or perceived flaws or signs of aging to look at yours. Mm. And I think if we could just speak to ourselves the way we speak to our best friends, we all get together with our girlfriends and our girls say, oh God, look at my hair. Oh my God. And you go, oh, you're gorgeous. Nobody's noticing. You could just speak to yourself in the same way you would feel better about getting older. And remember that getting older is a privilege that is not afforded to everybody. And as we said earlier on, Sarah, (laughs) when we talk about ageism in this industry, you know, Remember that the advantage of getting older is you tend to have more power and more wealth. That's, yeah, yes. absolutely. To make up for the wrinkles. <laughs> and you know what, Nadine, as well, I, a massive, massive thank you to you for taking on that ageism in the industry, mm. for representing us. on Because I really, I right. really appreciate it. And everything, you've literally today made me have a, like a fire in my belly. And like, I just I feel so... And now I feel really privileged to be the age I am, looking the way I do. I mean, it is a privilege. It is a privilege to get older that's not afforded to everybody. And when I talk to beauty companies about why they should speak to women over the age of 45 and 55 and 65, I don't appeal to their moral high ground. I don't say, oh, feel sorry for us. You know, you're ignoring us. I say, you're being bloody stupid because women over 50 outspend the under 50s. Mm. They're currently not spending in beauty. And the only reason they're not spending in beauty is because you're bloody ignoring them. Mm. And you are mad to do that because they are a huge untapped source of wealth and power. And they are loyal. The fact that the brands I'm speaking about now and the brands you spoke about, Sarah, are brands we grew up with means we still love them and Mm. we still want to use them. They just need to reflect us back and include us. You can't be what you can't see is is the, the basis of identity politics. It's the basis of inclusivity. It's the basis of why we should have more black people on TV and more minorities on TV and, and more mm. other people on TV, but also more people over 50. 
We are the only group that is treated as a minority that is in fact the majority. Isn't that bizarre? And that makes no sense. And that's specifically women mm. over 40, over 50. That's over not, that's Yeah, not over 50. Men. It's just yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, we can celebrate men getting older, but for some reason women are supposed to disappear when they get older. And if you think about ageism as the only form of bigotry that targets the future you, and mm. think, think carefully about that. Yeah. Mm. So we can be bigoted about a whole other group of people that will never affect us. But by being ageist, you are literally targeting your future. Yeah. You are minimizing your future. That is crazy. What an amazing way to think. Thank you so much. Honestly, Thank you. It's, it's just, you've been fabulous. I knew you would be. Brother. And if any, honestly, if anybody listening has any questions, I try my hardest to answer all my questions on um, all my DMs as well on um, Instagram. Or if you if you're brave enough and you ask a question, then everybody can join in and help. And perfect, love it. In it well, together. Thank, thank you so you, much. Nadine. My pleasure. Uh, now, before we bugger off, we just need to say, please do like, share, give us preferably favourable reviews so that we can keep making yes, regular bitches. Yes, please review. And getting menopausal women out of that bloody corner and having amazing guests like Nadine Bagaton. Um, yes, irregular please. Bitches is a Factory Originals production and is sponsored by those awesome people over at Yoppy. Thanks to those guys, to Choposaurus for the music, to Nadine for being an Amazing, amazing guest and to Luby Lou for being the bolognese to my spaghetti what have you got yeah. to say for yourself Lulu <laughs> love that <laughs> I'll be the meat <laughs> stay cool bitches Irregular. Bitches. Okay, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact that I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. No, thank you. We're very excited about being able to partner up with Yopi, a period care company who don't expect us to compromise on our values. So that means all their tampons, pads, liners and PMS supplements are made with high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials. So this makes them, wait for it, we've got a list, plastic free, cruelty free, and vegan. Woohoohoohoo! Go Yoppy! <laughs> All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yoppy will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because let's face it, Lou, one size does not fit all. It certainly doesn't. And you know what? You can earn rewards if you refer your friends. Thank you, Yoppy. They are just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so please head over to yoppy.com slash irregular bitches. That's Y-O-P-P-I-E dot com slash Irregular Bitches to get 50% off your first two orders when you sign up for a subscription to any product. And shipping is free. Bargain. Irregular. Bitches. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.